Hello, hello. It's me, your favorite host, Jenny, from your favorite podcast. Hey, let's talk about. So from the title of the episode today, I'm going to be talking about the online dating scene. Wow, there's so much to unpack. Um, I could go on and on and on. So with that being said, I have decided to make this a mini series instead of in one episode because of how many topics I would like to discuss on here. So you will see that on the podcast, it will be viewed as a new season specifically because this is such a big topic that I would like to break it down and discuss and really inject my opinions well and thoroughly without having for you guys to have to listen to my voice for an hour straight, you know, because no one wants that. So this is going to be the first, I don't know how many will be of this series. I highly doubt that these will be all consecutive. What will probably end up happening is I will bounce around. But if I stick to a schedule, which I will try to do for you, I will be able to post them consecutively. Another thing I would like to touch on is if you have not watched or (laughs) watch, if you haven't listened to my introduction, please go ahead and do so because that's where I introduce myself. And to the current listener who is listening to this and has, then you are well prepared for what I have to say for today. So let's get right into it. First topic I'd like to discuss is how how much different the online aspect is of dating. Holy crap, guys. I mean, it is safe to say that parents, anyone who is not, who did not grow up with technology, anyone who wasn't born before uh, 99, that's my limit, anyone who was born... Anyone who was born before 99 cannot relate to this. And these are the people who can understand where people like me who are coming from. Anyone who was born after 99. And hopefully what I say to those people who are my age can hopefully resonate with what I have to say. Dating is hard. It is hard. Okay? I will not... You know, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. And I don't think it ever has been easy. But I think it was slightly less complicated when we didn't have technology. It was pretty straightforward. You knew that if someone wasn't in the same vicinity as you, it would never work. Plus, technology, as I discussed in my other episode about technology and about social media... Those were a game changer as far as how far everyone can communicate. Back in the Bible days, I mean, you couldn't, the the biggest you knew about the world was maybe a 10 mile radius from where you lived. There wasn't any really transportation. Yeah, okay, you were carted around, you could walk, you could ride on mules, but even then they could only get you so far. The advance of technology has not only spread our ability to connect with other people, but how well we can. And that applies with dating as well. How could you possibly know about someone that maybe could possibly be your soulmate if you believe in that, who's on the other side of the country? 
If you didn't even know those people existed, if you never met them, you couldn't have met them otherwise through without technology. It, it it's not it wouldn't be possible. Nothing, no long distance relationship could ever even be fathomed. I mean, you either married someone in your small town, or you were a spinster, or you know you didn't get married. So, while that might have made things difficult, at the same time, you don't really know what you're missing if you've never had it. And coming from a place where there are so many online dating sites, meeting people online is it's a it's a crazy world. It's crazy. It's um and then even then, meeting people in person and interacting with people in person and then meeting them and interacting with them online is just as hard as just meeting someone straight from online versus meeting them in the real world it is so complicated it is so nuanced and i hate it i don't understand some of the unspoken unsaid rules that apply to the online dating scene and not even just online dating scene online etiquette as far as how you talk to someone where what are the circumstances following it i mean the talking stage never existed until technology because t- normally in the 50s, if a girl wanted to date a guy and a guy wanted to date a girl, he would say, hey, do you want to go steady? Give her, give the letterman jacket to her, like a little pin, and everything was straightforward and it was sweet. And people seem to know what they wanted because when you make a statement like that, it's public. It is decisive. It is forward. It is direct. There's no black and white area you can't you can't interpret it some way it's not like a english poem and you're in class and everyone's trying to figure out what some fucking poet wrote about what he meant by it by one line and everyone's trying to interpret it for a participation grade that is not how people were back then with their feelings and their actions it was all straightforward because you had to cut to the chase because you weren't always around them in person and there wasn't really any way to contact them when you weren't I mean, look at all the great rom-coms that have come out in the early 2000s. Do you see the technology that they have, guys? <laughs> um, some of them are like freaking payphones. Some people probably who are listening to it don't even know what it looks like, let alone know what it does. And even then, you could decipher by common sense what a payphone is based on the word. But have you really seen one? I know I'm still young and I'm still old enough to know and have seen them before in commonplace. Okay. But... When you don't have technology, that means, I mean, no one can spend logistically all their time with someone else. That's impossible. We all have our own lives. So the time you did spend in person wasn't full of BS. And technology, I feel like, added the BS because... Since you are talking through the phone, you are talking through Snapchat, text, whatever the case may be, you are adding confusion that I feel like could be cleared up really easily if it was just talked to with a person. And unfortunately, technology also added somewhat of, I think it encouraged people to be less bold. And I don't understand why it's bold. It's really just asking for something. It's asking a question, trying to be on the same page. What are we? Where are we? What's happening? Like, where is your mind at? Um, what is so, like, what's on your mind? How do you feel about me? 
are we on the same page? And that's never discussed because also technology, what it, it, it allows everyone to beat around the bush. It allows everyone to just have this unspoken thing that no one really talks about explicitly, but it's implied. But implications can turn fuzzy. They can become confusing. And, you know, things can change in a day. Things can change in a week where you are, where you stand. I mean, things can change in a few hours. It's, and you know, don't know what you're preparing for. And I think that it really is, comes down to technology adding all these other things that our parents never really had to go through with dating. You know, and in, in when people dated then, you either met people in a coffee shop, um, you know, meet people in your class, or you were set up with a friend because their friend knew a friend of a friend or et cetera, et cetera, like having people match match make you matchmaker right yeah i mean that's never really a thing in this world that i've lived in so far in my (laughs) narrow range of experience but it doesn't matter because our experience in dating is unprecedented it is unprecedented just like this pandemic that we have been through just like the lockdown Our generation, the people that have been in college so far for the last three years, we are on our own. We are the outlier. We are the special case. We are the enigma. We are the people that do not fit the exception, that don't fit the rule. We are the exception to the rule because anything of what, what is the procedure? How do you go about life when a pandemic hits you? What, how do you sustain yourself mentally and socially when everyone is socially isolated there's a reason why prisons have isolated cells it's as punishment and i remember thinking one time i was like well it doesn't seem that bad being by yourself but that's because i don't don't i mean i can be fine by myself but i can easily see how that can drive a person mad it can drive them it can make them become depressed and sad and break down their spirit because that's what the lockdown did to some people is it brought on depression or amplified someone's depression because they were cut off from their friends they were cut off from their support group because they weren't as close with their family or they are but they feel validated they feel themselves being fuller when they're with their friends that's okay if it's you but i really strongly suggest that we you work on that because it's also important to be independent But technology in and of itself really allowed for us to be cowards in terms of what it means to tell it how it is. It allowed us for it allowed us to be more indecisive with what we want and allowed us to hide and run away and retreat from the hard conversations like breaking someone's heart or rejecting someone. Or telling someone that it's not going to work. Technology has made it easier. Because most likely, if you met someone on a dating app or if you met someone in person, they're in your vicinity. They are in your general distance. If you match with someone in your local vicinity, unless you're matching with people all over the world and like some maybe like fucking Europe. Other than that, you know that you've met up with them at least once. But it's technology that also allows us as humans to be less honest with other humans as far as how we feel about the other person. 
And that just sucks because while it might be easier for you to break someone's heart or reject someone over the technology by adding them on Snapchat or blocking them or ghosting them, never talking to them again, never texting back, never giving any explanation, just gone in the, gone in the wind. It hurts the other person that is receiving that. I know I've been through it. Most likely you have. And it breaks my heart. Just a few days ago, my friend in college, he's like my best friend. He had his birthday. And I had posted on all of my social media, you know, my Snapchat, my Instagram, you know, wishing him happy birthday because he really is the best person. He's a good guy, you know, and um, I like good guys personally. Um, I never was attracted to the frat guy or the person who played the girls or I don't know, just has that persona. I've never been attracted to them and they've never been attracted to me. So it works out, you know, do, am I attractive to people who are tall, blonde, blue eye? Yes. Do they like me? No. Is it okay? Yeah. Gotten over that phase of my life and I'm okay with that. But that's not the point I'm making. So anyways, it was his birthday and, you know, I texted him as well. And then yesterday he had returned a call for me because I needed a ride back home from the library and I forgot to take my car and buses stopped um, shuttling after seven and I was well past it was well past seven before I left. So anyways, didn't pick up the phone, returned my call the next morning. And, you know, he was just asking me if I had any time to talk. And I was like, okay, I have a little bit of time while I wait for that bus in the morning. And he was just continuing on to tell me about this girl, you know, as the story goes, girl meets boy, girl says he likes him. They go on a date, date goes well. Say they want to go on a second date. He's excited. They have a date. They should have had a date planned later that week. And then all of a sudden, this girl texted him saying, yeah, I don't feel like going any forward with this. You know, it's not you. It's me. Look at that. And I just don't feel like prioritizing a relationship, which I understand. And I, and I do give a little bit of, I have a little bit of respect for this girl because, you know, I think it's important to be honest as long as this is an actual reason, because at, for me, I can come, I, I can see where she's coming from. I'm at this point in my life where I am not looking for anything and I want to focus on myself because these are the best and most crucial years to form your life, how you want it to be, because come on. Four years out of the rest of our lives is not that long. And if you are not trying to make your future what you want it to be now, it's a lot harder to get it when the future is closer to the present. And she says that she doesn't have time for a relationship, etc., etc. And, you know, he's been through so many, you know, women like this. And at this point, I think it's so sad because he's not even surprised by the hurt it like we're all immune almost like we've desensitized to the fact that it's happened to us so often it's so common it's normal to see this happen and 
we've forgotten how wrong it is to treat another person like this. Then he told me about another girl who he did have planned to talk to and have a date later that day. And he found out that she blocked him on on Snapchat. And that just broke my heart. I was like, you know, or unadded him, whatever, unblocked, unadded. It looks the same on Snapchat. All you see is a gray X on the right side of their username. So you know that they were, you were blocked or unadded. But either way, each, both method hurts. It doesn't matter. The, same res- the end result is the same. You decided to cut off them completely with no explanation. That's just wrong. Like, for example, let's say we all take a test, okay? We all do bad on it. And the professor doesn't give an answer key. He has one, but he doesn't give the answer key. Wouldn't you kind of be mad? Wouldn't you want to know what you did wrong? Wouldn't you want to know um, what went down? What exact? And they won't let you look at your test either. So you not only do not only can you not look at the exam key, you can't even look at your exam. You only know the grade you got. It's the same exact thing with this exact situation. It's I'm not trying to say that you're trying to figure out what you did wrong. It's that you didn't get closure. Because when you go back to see an exam, you see what you did wrong and then you see what you could do to fix it. So then you can manipulate or change or modify your game plan for the next exam, how you study for the next exam. That is helpful. That is helpful. Because now you know what you did. Now you can readjust, bounce back. But how are you supposed to do that if they never give you an answer key and they never let you come back and see your exam, right? All you get is your grade. And all you can do is evaluate from your grade with no sources, no information. That's exactly what a ghosting is. That's exactly what a blocking is. No explanation. No closure. They just disappear. And that's unfair. It really is. If you've been through that, I am sorry. Because that sucks. And it should suck. Okay? Even if it wasn't that bad. Even if you've only been texting them for a week. If you've been Snapchatting them for the three days. Whatever the case may be. It still is sucks. Okay? It's unfair. It's not right. How we treat people today, to me, is so astonishing. It is incredible that <laughs> we think that we're so advanced we're advanced in technology, but what did that cost us as far as how we communicate with other people? I feel like we're, I feel like the value of how we interact with others, how we view and treat others is at its all time low, even with the people we're closest to. So with dating, oh my God, like it, try adding that with dating, like, oh my God, like, goddamn, like, why, why is it so hard? There was these two girls sitting across from me in lab and, you know, it's gotten to this point in the semester where you're comfortable enough to talk about, I guess, your personal stuff, you know, with your friends. And they already kind of seemed like they already knew each other and were friends before this lab even started. And their conversations are insane. They're like, oh, yeah, so this guy, I mean, I'm just listening kind of like, what? And, like, seeing how far us girls go into this. Like, oh, yeah, he opened it. But how do I know that he's actually reading it? Oh, well, if you, like, slightly slide it to the left, to the right, you can see it without you showing that you read it. Because then it's unopened 
on his end so then it looks like you actually never got to it and then they don't have any suspicion when you are trying to figure out what they're saying so if you half slide then you can see what they said okay but what if i am in this chat and then texting or if i'm just looking at does it show if i'm actually texting she's like oh okay well let me go on my snapchat and then you put yourself in the chat and then i can see on my phone whether or not you show up on the chat and she was like oh okay so you should like it's all this like fbi type of shit it feels like i'm just like wait what are we really reading that into it and it's not like i haven't done it before but hearing it put into words into what is in a kind of like a problem solving type of conversation where it's not like joking like you're actually trying to figure it out like wow wow why 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 is this why is this normal why i don't understand why this is normal what happened to everyone saying what they thought what happened to people not being afraid to say what they want being afraid to go after what they want saying exactly how they feel admitting their feelings why is that so hard and all of that is the main theme that runs through these actions that you see I mean, they're like, oh, yeah, so the little bubble that pops up, I don't know what's in the pop-up. Well, obviously, if I'm just in there. and I mean, I was half listening, okay? But the po- it doesn't matter the context of the situation or what they were talking about. The, the point I'm making is that they were having this conversation, period. Why? Why? I will tell you. It is because technology, Snapchat, Instagram, like Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, Oh, all the other, all the other dating apps, all of them have created just this environment. Not only that, but the expectation that, you know, we are not sure if this person's going to stay. We are not sure how long they're going to last. So why should we put it all out on the line? We're talking to multiple people at once. Girls are talking to at least two or three, maybe one, at least one. If you're active in the dating scene, Girls definitely have a lot more people they're talking to than guys. And all of this factors in to what's happening right now. You wait to open something. Or when you see that it's still unopened, you know either that they really are not on their phone. Or, and have many able to get into it. Or they're not interested. And it's just a step up from it saying that it is opened. And when it is open, and it's open for days, then you know that they don't like you. Or if they opened it in a couple hours and then they respond, then you decide, oh, I'm going to wait a couple hours and then I will respond. Or if they send you a text and then you wait a couple of minutes to send a text as well. Or you leave them opened and then you respond later just to kind of balance it out. Guys, that is a fucking playing with your mind. That is a mind game. Okay. You are, you are, your actions have a consequence. And that consequence is you wanting to find the result that you're getting. You are manipulating the result as much as you can by the actions that you decide to enact on someone else. Like in some ways, no, in, if you have done this before, and I know I have, I am not innocent, guys, okay? I am on here honestly. And I don't try to come from a higher moral ground or anything. I am trying to relate to you guys. But if we've all done it at least once, we need to admit this 
In some ways, it is kind of manipulative. Like, I thought we were over that. Like, it just baffles me. It really does. It baffles me so much. And then girls will be like, oh, well, so if he hasn't really been on Snapchat, then his Snap score won't go up. So I'm going to look on his profile and see if it went up, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what? Okay, yeah, I know that. But I, it, I feel like if I was dating before technology, things would be so much easier. <laughs> I mean, you know, parents at 25, they were probably married, maybe looking for a house. 25, I would be in medical school. If you weren't in medical school, you're at work. <laughs> you, there's no house on the horizon. Maybe in the next 10 years. But definitely not at 25. Owning your own house? Really? Having kids? Settling down? Uh Uh-uh. That was a long time ago. The dating scene is hard, okay? And it's hard whether or not it's online or if it's in person. (laughs) You know, maybe it's the same. Maybe it's the same throughout the world. Maybe it's not. But from my experience, it's not the best. It's pretty crappy. You know, you meet someone online and sometimes it doesn't even get past the app. Sometimes you match with someone and you never get anything back. You never get a high. You never get a, you just match. That's it. It's just like, oh, cool. That happened. Then the next stage is maybe, oh, okay, well, you matched. And then you match after a couple of days. Then they respond or no, then they text. And then they're dry as hell. They are dry as hell, okay? And all they give you is one word response, one syllable. Hey, hi, good. No, what about you? Or asking an actual question. Like, let's all, can we all please try to get better at asking questions? Let me tell you this. And I've learned this because I've learned this from a book. But I've also learned this because I feel like I'm naturally good at talking to people. The best way to get to know someone is by having them Talk about themselves. Hear what they have to say. Because especially a guy, guys don't always get the opportunity to talk about themselves. So when you decide to ask questions about them, that's meaningful. And not only that is, don't you, aren't you trying to get to know someone? Is That's because like the original purpose of a dating app, okay? The original intention that someone created it was for someone to meet someone online. And of course, you know, as human beings, we all find a way to corrupt it in some way. You know, just for hookups. The hookup culture. Oh my God. I'm, I will get into that. The hookup culture is so big. I don't understand how big it is. The flings and the unwanted attention from guys and everything that happens with like all the wrong reasons that people go on the app, those happen because of humans, because we are flawed. And the original intent becomes blurred because it becomes polluted with people like that. You know, no, so I don't think anyone created Tinder for it to be oh, a hookup app. It just became a hookup app because of how many people wanted it, wanted just meaningless sex, wanted someone physically. There's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, this is what's creating the world that we live in, the dating scene that we live in right now. You see everything coming to 
one syllable text. And then sometimes once in a blue moon, you come across a match with a someone who does put in more than one syllable, who does ask what about you, then follows up with their own question. And then you have a conversation based on your answers. And then you maybe bounce off to another topic. And then you go on to other questions. And then you consistently talk. Those are the people usually you know come to the app with good intentions. Come with the, come to the app for the intention that the app was created for. That's how you usually know. And then the next green light, I guess, would be you decide to take it off the app. Now, this part is very tricky. Either you decide to put it on Snapchat or you decide to put it on phone number. Now, I don't know when or why people decided to think giving out their phone number was weird and giving out your Snapchat was the norm, but somehow that did. And I'm not kidding you. When I was in high school, I ha- okay, I was an OG. My one of my badges says, "Okay, you're an OG because you created your account in 2013." Yes, I had it in middle school. Okay, but did I ever really use it? No. Did I ever really have a streak? No. Did I care about it? No. It was cool in middle school, and it was slightly cool in high school. But even then, I'm like, I never got the hype. For a stint, yes, I kind of got into it. I feel like to fit in high school a little bit. Then I gave up on that. But overall, my phone was dry as hell. (laughs) No Snapchat replies. No Snapchat anything. Okay? It wasn't until I got to college did I start meeting people. And they'd be like, oh, what's your snap? Not, oh, what's your phone number? Like, what? Snapchat is, like, the worst place, in my opinion, to try and form a relationship. Because not only Snapchat, it's literally a snap. It's literally, like... I am messaging or all the other old stuff that people had like chat rooms and stuff it's temporary it disappears you are temporary you can disappear if you decide to the logo is a fucking ghost like what do you expect (laughs) what do you expect they intended it for it to be 24 hours max or for you to set seconds on when you send a snap what are you what are you like what are you doing what do you expect when you get this app so when you ask for a Snapchat, like, come on now. I don't understand how that's normal. I'm not kidding you. I never, ever used my account until I got to college. Okay, and that's... I always ask for phone-to-phone numbers, okay? Because I, if I wanted to delete then I could delete it. But for some reason, to some people, it means, oh, it's really serious. Or you really like them. Really? Okay, so it's like Snapchat is like just going on a date and phone number is like pre-going steady. Like, what the fuck are we doing, guys? Why are we adding so many mini steps? Why? Why can't, Why are we doing this? <laughs> I mean, we all know it sucks. Why do we keep doing it? If we all know it sucks, why can't we change? I mean, like, can like... Maybe you've never thought of it this way, but please, I just want you to sit with this, what I just said. And realize how stupid it is. How completely unnecessary some of the things that we have to do or do to date. (laughs) How we have to think. How we have to, like, look at every single teeny-weeny open, undelivered, unopened. 
red, whatever. Like, is that really what we're doing right now? If you're trying to form a meaningful relationship, I can guarantee you that Snapchat is probably not the way to go, okay? It just... (sighs) I don't like the nuances of dating these days. I really don't. I mean, there are so many things are complicated that even if you have older siblings that are maybe just 10 years older than you or yeah 10 years older than you like my older sister she's 13 years older than me she never would she never under she won't understand the dating scene and then your parents won't either so not only are you can't relate to your fam- your parents or your sibling your older siblings who have had dating experience obviously because your parents are married and had you but their experience leaves you with pointless information pointless advice and they can't even try to relate to you so when you try to explain the nuances of oh well he opened this or he didn't un he didn't you know, text me back and like he read it, but he didn't and he did it at this time and like, what do I think of this? Or he sent a hi with a period or he sent a hey with this, but what do I send? It's like, and then also when you try to vent to your parents, especially, I feel like, I don't know if you've run into this, but when you do, they don't understand. They think of it, they kind of make you feel like everything you're feeling is not valid. And they don't realize they can't relate to your struggle or your venting problems or your frustration because of the fact that they do not understand this nuanced world. And that is why I think it's so hard to come to your parents with dating advice because of how dated it is. Because they never had to grow up with a Snapchat. They never had to grow up with a social media account where that's primarily where you interact with people and how they don't understand that it's harder and harder to meet someone in person and even when you meet someone in person that's also a risky game you don't know if you meet someone in person and they're single (laughs) you don't know you don't know the only way you know is if you go and stalk them on instagram figure out if they have an if they have a girlfriend if they have a boyfriend And even then, you don't know if they're posting and it's just a friend. Or sometimes you're left with nothing because they don't post about their relationship at all. So what do you do? You're screwed. So you could be maybe flirting with someone who at the whole time has had a girlfriend. Which has happened to me one time. And that's when I started mastering the skills of, oh, well, yeah. I know he's not interested. And I don't need to know the reason. Either it's because he has a girlfriend or because he's just not interested, period. Okay? Then you're really wasting your time. So instead of, you know, really, really focusing on class, you are flirting before class and after class and also studying. Like, please, guys. Really? Mm, No, not for me. Sorry. I'm not doing that. (laughs) It's like you don't even know who you meet is single. Like, that's even the hardest part. That's what in-person gives you. And it's not like they give you any interest. They don't. And sometimes you don't even know if they're just being friendly and just wanting to be a friend. 
And sometimes you don't even know if maybe you're meeting a friend, you just want them to be a friend, and then they come on to you, they make a move, and you're like, whoa, I thought they were just a friend. Like, oh my gosh, the miscommunication up in this joint is unreal, guys. It's unreal. Dating's hard. As of October 2022, yes, it has been hard. It has been, and I don't think it ever will get easier. (laughs) Because we have learned to not be bold. We have learned to not be straightforward. We have learned... We have learned that what's normal is not right. The normal is usually not right. It's not right. And yet we continue to do it. We continue to do it. Why? I don't understand. So yeah. This first episode is just going over the constant frustrations because that is what's going to set up the rest of the series so yeah that's the end of this episode i really hoped you liked it and you stayed till the end i really just wanted to lay out the foundation the environment the circumstances of what we are dealing with and the negative parts so i can tackle all the other topics that i will for the rest of the series With that being said, thank you for listening and I will see you in the next episode.